welcome to the Mystic Mecca, where the worlds of spirits, aliens, and conspiracies collide, and we keep it high vibe. Hello, and welcome to episode six of the Mystic Mecca. My name is Erica Blackbear, and I will be your host. Today, we're going to talk about nature and the benefits of connecting into nature. And so we'll we'll get right into it. So first I wanted to kind of define what I mean by nature. As we talked about in previous episodes, source energy is all that is. And so what defines na- nature versus not nature kind of thing. And so in my eyes, nature would be defined as one step kind of away from source. So nature being everything that was created, including the processes of recreation. So like birth and death and things like that, that are designed initially into the system by the, the overarching source energy. Now, Obviously, as we have talked about, we're all source energy. And so humans being aspects of source ourself, when we create things, you could consider that to still be kind of natural. But my definition is nature being kind of one step away from source, meaning that source, meaning that source energy created it or the processes of creating it within the initial universal system or multiversal system, however you want to look at it. So humans being already a step, a step away from source, you could say, and there are, you could, you could ultimately argue that humans are multiple steps away from source because we have an oversoul and above that, there's another. So like we have branching points of consciousness away from source, you could say, but that's on the energetic level. And he, the human avatar being created within the natural, the, the sort of natural processes that were created within the universal structure itself from the beginning. Now, you could also argue that humans are not natural in and of ourselves, our human avatar, because we were influenced and our DNA was, you know, kind of quote unquote messed with by extraterrestrials along the way multiple times. So, you know, going by my definition, the extraterrestrials are a step away from source. And so, you know, but our initial avatar blueprint was created by source and it was just influenced and altered by extraterrestrials. So they didn't create the human in and of itself in a Petri dish kind of thing, you know? So that's where I'm delineating natural versus not. But again, you could argue that everything is natural because we're literally all, so anything we would create, so us being a step away from source in, in this kind of mundane um, definition of, you know, it's because things are more complicated, it's, it's hard to explain it into human terms, but I'm doing my best to make it clear of what I'm meaning by things. But the point is that when we're create so humans being a step away from source and when we create something, you know, we're also using source energy to create whatever we're creating. So let's say we're, you know, take... I'm going to use technology as an example. So let's say take a computer. So we're taking elements from nature, right? And creating the computer. Now I am delineating that as being unnatural because it was not created and directly by 
the overarching source energy, but you could argue that it was because source is us. So, you know, it, it, it's kind of hard to define it a little bit because of that. But the reason why I'm creating a distinction between the two is that the intention behind creating something is what's important. And because the matrix system has been in place on the earth for so long, and because, as I mentioned, most of us are in a very lowered vibrational state, just being lowered to be in this denser third dimensional state already, but then because of the influence of the matrix system, lowering us even more, most of the things that many of the things that are created on the planet right now in that second degree separation from source creation does not necessarily have the best intentions. So the creating of technology, technology is amazing, right? It's so useful. It's a tool. However, the intention behind creating the technology, or I should say releasing this type of technology to the public in this form was to disconnect us further from source. So so I guess that could be a different way to categorize what I'm trying to convey is that how it's created, the intention behind its creation. So when source energy, so source energy holds the potential for all things, including quote unquote negative or bad things from the human perspective. But source energy, when it created the multiverse or universe, whatever you want to call it, it created it with love and compassion and excitement and playfulness, joy, like though that was the energy behind the creation of the physical realms of the different dimensional playgrounds and realms that we are able to um, incarnate into. And so the intention, so the natural, that's what I mean by natural is that that the energetics of the natural world are that, okay? Even in the destruction and um, death and rebirth of things, there is love and compassion and very beautiful intention behind that. Okay. Now, so like the creation, we'll take technology again. So like the creation of the technology here on earth. So there's technology in other realms and other dimensional playgrounds and realms like equivalent to an earth experience and that may be created with different intentions. And a lot of the technological advances that the matrix has access to, a lot of them are so far advanced that they don't release them to the public. So they have them, but they don't let us know about them. But the things that they do create and release here on earth is typically with the intention of let's keep them addicted to this device. Let's, let's separate them because one of the, the, what, what they're trying to do is ultimately seeks to the, the, the matrix system is seeking to disconnect us from source energy as much as it possibly could like closing our channels. As I talked about, when you have an open channel, you're very open to the, to source, to the divine, to God, whatever you want to call that energy. But when you're closed, when your channels are more closed and gummed up with things, that is when you're more disconnected from source. And that is what they are experiencing, the matrix beings, the beings that are actively participating in the matrix. So they're seeking to disconnect us from source. So most of the things that are created in this realm that are disseminated on a mass scale like that, like, um, you know, cell phones and computers and technology of that sort 
it's designed with the intention to keep us addicted to it, which separates us further from source. So that's why I'm making that distinction that there is a natural versus kind of a quote unquote unnatural. Although, like I said, there's, you know, it's muddied. The lines are muddied with it. So that's what I meant by like multiple steps away from source. And you can have multiple things that are created by created multiple steps from the original source energy, like a, like a computer. And you can have a being created with the highest intention behind it. And so there is, you could say that there is like, there can be positive things in that regard, but I'm just saying on earth, especially right now, it's, that's not typically the case. Like typically it's designed with, with certain intentions in place. And so because of that, it's more harmful to our body system and it, and it further separates us from source. So that is not what I'm talking about in this video, but I just did want to delineate, kind of try to um, differentiate between them. But what I am talking about is the natural worlds, not only earth, but like everything in the cosmos that was initially designed by source energy, okay, being kind of the natural thing. So because our body systems were designed within the earth energy field and we evolved within it, our systems, our energetic field and our body systems fully integrate, you could say, with the earth energy field and the earth body system. Earth is a living being. Everything is alive. So plants, animals, trees, the earth itself, the sun, all the planets, they are living beings. They are alive in the sense that we are alive. We just They just might not breathe oxygen like we do. You know, there's different, you would define their aliveness by different quotas, by different things. Okay. But they're still very much alive. There is souls animating them. Okay. And so the, our body system was because we naturally evolved because we evolved on earth in her energy field, our body systems integrate fully with hers and all of the other plants and animals on this that are here on this planet. And in the region that you're born in, your energy field will feel more at home where you were initially born and kind of grew up. And so when you travel, that's why different areas will have different energetic signatures, right? Like I'm in the United States, and if I traveled to, say, Japan, it would be a little bit more of a foreign energe energetics there that I would pick up on if I'm aware, right? But in general, the whole of the earth is where our body system naturally integrates with. Okay. And because of that, and because the earth is, and, and the plants and the animals are one step away from source energy, like created directly by source energy. When we connect more fully into that, it is a natural and easy it's an it's a natural way for us to easily and quickly like replenish our energy reserves because like i said source energy is kind of like our fuel system i mean obviously our physical body when we're um refueling our physical body we're eating things but that's why when we eat things that are created like fruits and vegetables that are created by that one degree separation energetic source, earth and the plants, we feel better. We feel more energized because of that. When they're processed in plants, 
and it starts to lose the natural energetics of that those food sources. And so when we eat things that are highly processed, we're getting very little actual energy, like fuel for our physical body and for our energy body, because it's not just our physical body that we are fueling when we eat food. It is our energy field as well. Everything we consume affects our energy field. And when we're consuming, you could call it dead food that's so highly processed, there's no natural energetics to it anymore. Not it's at at the least create, you know, kind of deadening our energy field and at most diminishing it, you know. But when we're eating very naturally energetic foods like fruits and vegetables, we are fully energizing our system. But that goes with like just go just going into nature and being in nature. You know, there's that kind of joke about hugging, you know, hugging a tree like the hippies like to hug a tree. But literally, in a literal sense, when you hug a tree, the tree is also literally hugging you. Your energy field is connecting directly into that tree's energy field, and it is replenishing your energy reserves. So literally, when you're communing with nature, when you're interacting with nature, when you're taking a hike in nature, you are literally replenishing your energy reserves because that is very the closest that you're going to get in this earth realm to actual to full source energy and our systems were designed to interact with the to interface with the earth energy field and the and the natural world like that in order to fully replenish us and because modern humans are so are taught to are trained really to not go into nature and to not interface with nature in that way we're very low energy that's why there's a lot of people that are suffering from chronic fatigue and things like that connecting more into nature would help that but you also want to clear your overall channel because the more clear your channel is the easier that source the quicker and easier that source energy can replenish you right so if your channels are are gummed up or like filled with static even if you're walking in nature you are going to get replenished but not to the uh, point that you could be and so like i was saying in the last um in not the last one but the one before that where i was talking about clearing your channels um that episode it's that's what i'm what i mean is that one of the benefits of clearing your channel is to fully replenish your energy reserves okay think of it like you have a fire within that is fueling your you that's fueling your ability to accomplish tasks and you know anything and when you're not when when your channels are closed off and you're not allowing your system to get replenished in like nature for example um that fire starts to dim and get lower you know and you're not going to have as much energy to do the things that you want to do and you're also going to be more stressed because your natural homeostasis point in your body system is to be naturally replenished all the time that this is 
this is actually one of the biggest acts of rebellion you can partake in is to connect into nature in this way fully with your channels more open because this is exactly what the system doesn't want you to do. And just doing that simple thing is it's life changing in a lot of ways, in a literal sense, but also that's why the matrix throughout history has sought to decimate the native peoples and their knowledge because native like tribal peoples native peoples and this is these are native peoples around the world every every single culture and um race and ethnicity initially came from tribal um living but those people all held that innate knowledge about needing that connection to nature and about how deep that connection to nature can be and how you're, you living in full harmony with nature fully replenishes your system. But it also is affecting all the other like the earth energy field and the natural world around us, when we're disconnected, it it is causing interference in the overall earth energetic field because we're inter we have massive interference within us and we're part of that whole system. And so like I said on our on a smaller scale when we have static within us it's creating a disconnect from source and from everything else and it's also making it more difficult for us to receive high level information and it's the same on like on the global scale as far as the earth energetic field is made up of all of you know is made up of the earth herself but then all of the plants and animals and water and human people are all making up the overarching energy field of this realm and when humans are filled with static and disconnected, we're creating that within the external overarching earth realm energy field. So it is having an influence on the natural world itself, in addition to how polluted it's getting. And, and also we're taught to use nature like the matrix is has ingrained in us that the natural world is to be used and consumed it's here for human consumption and use and this is not true there is a symbiotic relationship that was intended into the system of course but it's not just for human use and to take 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 you know, there is a give and a take in every relationship, whether it be human interpersonal relationships or our interactions with our natural earth system. There's supposed to be, quote unquote, a give and a take. So humans just taking, taking, taking is also creating disruptions within that symbiotic relationship and the overarching energetic system. So it's making everything kind of sick. Like over time, it's taking a toll on everything. That's why anybody who's been alive for longer than, you know, maybe a couple decades recognizes the changes in the earth energy field. Many of us do. The ones that are partially broken out of the matrix system that are partially aware and awake, right? We're noticing those energetic changes within the earth and within the, the natural world. And it's not only because of the pollution and stuff like that, but that is part of it. But you can feel the lowered vibration of the planet and the earth and the energy field overall, you can feel that how it changed over time within the past 
couple of decades if you've been paying attention. You know, I'm 39 and I've been noticing it over time how the it's diminished j- slowly, you know, and it and it will replenish itself naturally when we connect back in in the way that it's intended. The earth will heal itself. The the energetic field will heal itself when we heal ourselves, right? When we um, clear our channels and connect back into our divine right, birthright, you could say. I always think that's funny when people say birthright, but but it's true, you know. And so, so when we decide to take that back for ourselves and connect back into our native tribal roots, because all of us have that ancestry running through us. It doesn't matter what culture you are, what race you are, whatever, what ethnicity, it's all, you can feel that drumbeat within your soul, right? Deep, maybe it's hidden deep within there, but all of us have that kind of drumbeat within us that connects us into that tribal energy that we that remembering of when we remembered to connect into nature in this way they tried to take that away from us and they tried they decimated the native peoples in the americas and everywhere really um because of that because they they used the 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 quote white people as the scapegoat that was their vehicle of white people were the vehicle that they used to do that but it was the matrix behind it the whole time and it was intentional it was designed they wanted to disconnect us from that because when you're connected into source in that way you you're it, it it takes away your fear you you your body system regulates properly when you're connected into the natural world as we're intended to be as our body systems are intended to be when we're fully integrated in, interfaced with the natural energetic fields field around us it regulates our body systems. It takes us into homeostasis. It takes us out of the fight or flight mode that we've all been in for a very long time, for generations. That's that's ancestral trauma passed down is constant stress and constant fight or flight mode. But when we're connected into the natural world, it brings us back into homeostasis and we get out of that stress response and our cortisol levels drop. Cortisol is very corrosive on our system. It's corrosive to the nerves. It's corrosive to um, the processes within our body. And so it takes us back into homeostasis and our body is able to get into that rest and repair state where we are, that's where we heal. Our body knows what to do to heal when we take out the toxins, whether that be mental toxins, energetic toxins, physical toxins. When we take out the toxins in our system, which are part of what's what's causing the static in our channels, then our bodies heal themselves naturally. Some of our bodies are so... um, mm, sick. I don't like to use that word because I don't like to put that that on someone. Like when you state someone is sick, you're creating that for you're putting that putting that person in that box, right? But you understand what I'm saying is that some people are, you know, more um out of balance, more out of that homeostasis. So they could need some support. Their body system could need some support with, but the best support that your body system gets is that from the natural world, from the, the earth, literally the plants and the earth and 
the animals literally give us everything that we need for healing. It's all there in the natural world in its purest form. And when it's taken and processed in the pharmaceutical industry, because some of the pharmaceuticals are created from natural things, it loses that energy that I'm talking about, that source energy. Do you see the, the patterns, the cyclical issues that we're dealing with? Thankfully, there's always been source balancing the matrix agenda, right? So the matrix wasn't able to decimate the true knowledge and teachings that the native people held, right? Like we still have that knowledge. That knowledge is still being disseminated. It may not be as, you know, in its full potency, but we can retrieve that. It's still in the energetic field of this planet. The knowledge is still there. And the fact that there are still people on the planet holding that knowledge gives us further access, easier access to that knowledge that's sitting in the energy field around our planet because that knowledge is there. And, and And it's really a lot of it is universal knowledge that, you know, the ancient peoples were pulling from counterparts in different realms, different planets, different species on different planets. A lot of that knowledge was pulled from that because it's universal knowledge of how to heal and how to, what is best for the body system and keeping you in like a homeostasis rather than in illness and in sickness. And it is nature and the natural world that will bring us back into homeostasis. I mean, one of the most amazing things I learned in my life that kind of blew my mind was that the earth's energy field protects us from the sun, from the intensity of the sun. So like if there wasn't this particular magnetic, I think it was magnetic field. It's been a while since I read it, but the magnetic energy field around the planet curbs the intensity, you could say, or I think it's the radiation of the sun's rays. And that's how life could be sustained on the planet. Like what? (laughs) The earth's field is naturally protecting us from that. And so think about what what happens when the earth's energy field is disrupted. It's literally disrupting her ability to protect us from that. And not that the sun is bad. I'm not saying that at all. In fact, the sun is wonderful and sunlight is so important and is part of the natural world and the natural healing. But because of the sun is so like powerful and intense in its energy you know, and we're so close, as close as we are to it, the earth is protecting us. The earth's energy field is protecting us. And so it's in our best interest to protect the earth and her energy field. (laughs) It's in our best interest to heal ourselves so that, you know, we, we stop interfering with that energy field because we are because the 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 full population is really mostly interfering with that energy field there's a lot of us with our energy field it's potent to be interfering but i mean it shows how powerful the earth is herself because she's sustained herself as we are all in our interference stage right now you know, it, it's it speaks a lot to how powerful she is and how powerful her energy field is, but that's beside the point. My point is that it's a beautiful system designed with love and compassion and just pure joy for us to experience. And so utilize it to its full potential, right? Like it was, it it's so perfectly designed 
for us to live in joy and peace and harmony that why wouldn't we access? Why wouldn't we tap into that? It's so nurturing for our our body system to be connected into that. And when you're in nature, you can really commune on a deeper level because we're taught to like the way that, you know, we're kind of taught in mainstream society to interact with nature is like, go for a brisk walk in the park, you know, where you're not really taking the time to commune with nature, to interact with nature. You're just, that is another example of us just kind of like taking, like we're going to, you know, experience nature, but it's not like that communion. And the natural world desires that communion with us. Like we're just as much as we need that, like it's, it's reciprocal, like I said. And when you commune on a deeper level with the plants and the animals and the earth herself, you can feel the joy in that they are experiencing. Those beings are experiencing pure bliss and joy when you're interacting in a loving compassionate, inquisitive way with them. If you go and sit underneath a tree and really tap into the tree's soul, you could say, and the tree's energy, you will literally be able to telepathically communicate with that tree. But also, even if you're not at the stage of experiencing like a telepathic communication, you can still feel that energy field. When you allow yourself the intimacy, that's another thing that we're taught is that in, we don't we aren't taught to be intimate. And I'm not talking about sexual intimacy with another human being. I'm talking about intimacy with any being, whether that be a friend, a family member, or a plant or an animal we don't allow ourselves the true joy of actual intimacy, which is just being with another being and communing with them, you know, in a loving way. That's what intimacy is, right? And so when you allow yourself to experience the intimacy with the natural world like that, it it's a game-changing experience. And you really start to understand that everything around you is alive. And you and you come to it as an equal. You come to that tree as an equal, not like, oh, I'm a human, I know better. As an equal, there is no hierarchy in, in nature. It's not built into the system. That's a human concept that humans have been taught that we're like above nature because it's excusing us pillaging nature, right? Um, so anyway, when you take away that hierarchy and you come to nature as an equal and you really commune with those beings, your whole world opens up, your whole life changes and everything is a sign from the universe. And every interaction is an interaction with the divine, literally with source energy. You are experiencing direct communion with that loving, joyful source energy. And it's just replenishing. And it's just such a beautiful experience that I know some people have experienced before. But you can take it a step further, which is what I'm talking about. Like, not coming to nature as in a hierarchical way as coming to it in a in an equal way and not just taking from nature but giving your love giving your compassion giving your joy to nature it that's where the reciprocal experience happens that's what heals the the energy field, the overarching energy field. That's what heals our bond to nature. That's what strengthens us. And allowing that into your life will change your life. I have always been very deeply connected into nature. I was taught from an early age this understanding of connecting to nature in this way 
Although as I've gotten older, I've deepened the teach the, th- the things that I was taught, which is to respect, come to nature in a respectful way, respect the earth. That's our mother, respect the plants and animals who are literally giving us life. They're giving us our oxygen to breathe. They're giving us our food to eat. Everything is provided by nature, right? And it deserves our respect and our love. And when you come to nature in that way, you get that back from nature. That is the reciprocation. And beings of the natural world desire to connect with you in that way. They are starved of that desire because not enough people are interacting with them in that way. When you, in your human avatar, because we think and understand things in a different way than the beings in the natural world, who are us, right? It is the same energy, the same, our souls have had and will have incarnations as the beings in the natural world. The, the souls that animate the trees is us too. It's There isn't a hierarchy. Like I said, it's literally us. But when you're in like a tree avatar versus a human avatar, physical body system, the tree is experiencing the, the world's and understanding the world in a different way than we are in a in a human avatar. And when you commune with nature in the in a deeper way, you are able to access the the understanding that a tree holds from their perspective or uh, a bear or a squirrel or a hummingbird, you know, or a butterfly, like anything, or the earth itself, rocks, crystals holds, have an energy field, right? So anyway, when you commune with those beings in in an intimate, loving, inquisitive way, you are able to access their perspective of what they've experienced in in life. And they all hold such vast knowledge and ways of thinking about life that we can share in that understanding with them and vice versa. We are also offering that being our perspective on life and our way of thinking when we're interacting with them in that way. And so there is a deep level of connection that is available to you to experience. And there is another layer of knowledge and information accessible to you when you come to the natural world in that way. And that's true of any human interaction too, right? So when you are able to be intimate with another human being. And again, I am not talking about sexually, although that is a beautiful experience as well. And that is, you know, also part of all this. But, you know, when I say intimate, I think most human, especially in the US, automatically think sexually. So that's why I'm saying it. When you are allow yourself to be really intimate with another human being, you can also interact with them in this way, which is a little scarier for most of us (laughs) who have been taught that humans aren't, you know, are scary ultimately, that you can't trust them, right? That's what we've all been taught. And let's put that stereotype away, right? Let's be safe for each other. Let's be a safe place for each other's sensitivity and intimacy and ability to access that divinity within us. And let's hold that for other humans and for ourselves that we can interact in that way. But nature can be a way that we step towards that, right? We do have to heal our wounding with each other in a deep way. Communing with nature in that very intimate in that deeper way, like I'm describing, 
a lot gives us a stepping stone to do that with humans as well. Also, when we're communing with nature in that way, all of the fears, all of the anxiety, all of the depressions and issues within us and that have been ingrained into us can melt away for a while or forever. You know, it how how much do you want to allow, right? And it's a quick and easy and nurturing way to access our healing and to access the divine and to open our channels because when we feel safe cuz nature is can feel very safe for a lot of people once you allow that in when you start to allow yourself to feel truly safe in the world and nature can be that starting point then you start to open your channel more cuz fear closes your channel too fear of you know anxiety like all of those things will close your channel it's more static for your accessing the the truth of all that is communing with nature in that way can be safe can be a way to open that channel in a safe environment where you're not being triggered by other humans because there is a lot more healing i think that needs to be done within the human collective than human to natu- other natural you know the natural environment the earth the the um, plants and the animals and i also want to take this to a larger scale before i kind of close close out for the for this episode but this being said, so knowing that our our body system is meant to interface with the earth, so this is going to feel natural for us. Earth is earth. The earth energy field is going to feel is going to be easy, right? It's it's going to be soothing to our energetic field in general. And okay, so I do want to say, obviously, there are things in nature that are not good for our physical system, right? Like there are, you know, certain things that are poisonous for us, et cetera, et cetera. However, when you are really tapped in to that energetic field around you and you're aware and slowed down enough that you can feel, recognize the subtleties in the energetic realm that we're all supposed to be able, so quote unquote, supposed to be able to recognize in the moment, but because we're taught go, 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 like we're all very fast paced. It doesn't give our body system a chance to recognize the subtleties of the energetics around us. And so we we don't always recognize a situation that isn't on in our highest good ahead of time. Now that can be in the, in the um, human realm and also the nature realm but when you're tapped in fully to that energy field and you are accessing those very subtle changes in the energetics around you, you can feel when there's something near you that your body knows what, what is dangerous for you. Your body knows what is not safe for you to touch, eat, etc. So you, you can recognize that in the energy field. Okay, that being said, what I was saying was that so earth being our our natural interface when there's open contact because that is one of my passions as extraterrestrial so a lot of the um episodes are going to revolve around not earthly realm the, uh, the you know extraterrestrials and other beings because i have extensive um experience with that and I also feel like it's very important for humans to recognize our place in the cosmos that we have so many extraterrestrial brothers and sister um, species out there that are wanting to interact and willing to interact with us in a beautiful way that we're not quite ready for. Okay, so let's take, I'm just going to give a extraterrestrial example. So let's take the greys because a lot of people know who the greys are. The greys 
the short gray, whatever. Let's just say I'm just giving this as an example. Now the gray species is very varied and there's more than one home planet, but I'm just going to use one example. So the grays and they have their home planet, right? Their body system is meant to interface with that home planet's energetic field and the energetic field of the natural ecosystems on that planet. So that's going to be where their body system feels most comfortable. Okay. Just instinctually. Now, when we interact in a physical way with beings that are not from this planet system, their energy field will feel so foreign to us that it will feel uncomfortable at first because we're it's so different from what we are experiencing are used to here. And that goes for other planets, like it, even in other planets within our solar system, they would be more energetically familiar with our system because we are affected by the energetics of all of the other, you know, the sun and all of the other planets within our solar system. Our avatar, our human body system is familiar with those energies. But even if we like, let's say we left earth and went to uh, Mars, for example, it would feel so foreign to us. It would probably make us feel uneasy on a smaller level, but then think about a planet way on the other side of the universe. Think about how foreign that energy field, because our planet connects into the solar system's energy field, you could say, and then our solar system connects into the the neighboring systems, and then it connects into the to the galaxy system, right? So there's like degrees of comfortability in the energetics of things, right? And so when we're talking about other races and other species, on other planets, the energy signature frequency that they would hold would be so different to ours that it would take us a minute to recognize because it may feel unsafe at first, even if it was safe because it's foreign, right? And our body system doesn't know how to read that energetic signature yet because it's unfamiliar to us. And when things are generally unfamiliar, it can create uncertainty within our system because our system is like, oh, I don't know if you know this is safe or not. So I just wanted to gently <laughs> tap into the big, big picture on this as well. So anyway, I'm going to wrap that up here. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day and I will see you next time. Thank you for tuning in to the Mystic Mecca and we will see you next week.